Greetings, precious kinklings. You're listening to K is for Kinky, and we're your friendly neighborhood kinksters. And today, we're going to be answering a listener question all about the difference between kink without sex and kink with sex. Sex. Can you say sex in the opening? Sex. I just said sex. Well, you say, say, say that again. Sex. Sex. <laughs> Ridiculous. Hello, and welcome to the K is for Kinky podcast. This podcast discusses adult topics, so if you are offended by adult topics or are under the age of 18, please stop listening now. Also, while Miss Jen is a therapist, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are not to be taken as personal therapy for you. She is not your therapist. And if she is your therapist, just remember that what she says only technically counts in your private sessions. Can we say sex on the opening? <laughs> Let's just say it a lot. Sex. <laughs> We're definitely an explicitly marked thing, so I mean, whatever. Also, why is sex a dirty word? It's just a thing that people do. Yeah, it's not a it's not a four letter word, it's a three letter word. <laughs> Ridiculous. So today we're gonna be answering a, a listener email and uh, we're gonna leave this person anonymous. Because Jen, they have you... requested that and we like consent. Yeah. Why don't you read it out loud for, for everyone to hear? Okay. Omitting their name and any identifying features of their email. I don't think there's any identifying features in the email, and I will certainly not say who wrote it. In my life, whenever I'm stealing hamburgers, <laughs> I ask myself these following questions. Why are you stealing hamburgers? Does my mask Do not make feed you har- enough? harder? I was trying to pretend like the Hamburglar wrote this, and like oh. the identifying features are like things the Hamburglar would do. I don't want to picture the Hamburglar writing this question. I actually do. Want to picture that, and I am, and now so are the listeners. So go ahead, Hamburglar, take us away. Oh, okay. Since joining the scene, I've kept the sexual side of things separate from kink-related activities. Lately, I've been feeling a bit more liberated, and I'm open to the idea of allowing touch in more intimate body or intimate parts of my body. I know there's nothing wrong with including sexual activities within kink because kink can be very hot. But is there really a big difference in kink that involves sexual bits and kink that doesn't? Great question. Uh, Hamburglar. (laughs) I guess we're just going with that now. (laughs) We are. Um, This is cool to talk about because we actually can speak to it to a degree because we have been sexual with each other for most of our relationship and also kinky the entire time so Mo- just most of our relationship well there's at least a good like month where we weren't when did we start having sex i don't know i remember let's, the first let's time leave that part out i remember let's... the first time i saw you naked because you just stripped without warning and you're like well going to bed now i sleep in the nude and i was like <laughs> oh cool and that's the first time i saw you naked was just <laughs> ready or not i'm weird <laughs> No, it's cool. It was just cute. too much time in the scene. <laughs> no, it was it was a good it was a good moment. Um, I'm but sure it was. I weirdly <laughs> that's what I remember, but I don't remember the first time we had sex, which is weird. Oh, <sighs> it's fine. It clearly was not memorable. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. I literally don't have memory of it, so I can't argue. But I also really do enjoy our time together. Um, so I don't know how to move on from this moment. I feel uncomfortable. I'm sorry. Do you remember the first time? Well, I don't want to say if it's what I'm thinking. It better not be what I'm thinking. I don't know. It could be. Oh, my God. What if it is? Maybe. Oh. I- <laughs> We're both remembering the fact that there was another person involved. <laughs> oh and it was a person that neither one of that. us neither one of us enjoys. And I don't think that that, uh, that can't be the first time. Uh, it may have been. That makes me sick to my stomach. But we don't have to count it. I, we can't, don't count it. <laughs> 
It wasn't our first time. We need to redo our first time. <laughs> what? We have to set it up. Okay, so this is we're gonna pausing the whole oh, podcast. I'm so sorry, Hamburglar. <laughs> you and I need to plan out a whole evening where it's our first time new. I'm not even joking. I'm dead serious. That memory needs to be rewritten. I'm for real. Just what was our second time? I don't know, but I want to be wooed. <laughs> So oh I ex- I expect food. I you always get food. Well, I want it in right before you get food the every event, freaking day. But I want it to be in conjunction with the new first time. I am serious. I know. I know, and I want it soon. So <laughs> why are you looking at your wrist like there's a watch on it? Because I'm counting up the days <laughs> that I'm willing to wait until my first time gets redone, and it's not many days. And my watch tells me that my invisible watch. Your invisible watch. Miss Jen, look at my eyes. Oh my god. Well, I've only had weird first times, and I don't want mine with yours to be weird. So we need to rethink that. It should be that. weird. No, it should not this weird. Why not? Ugh. I mean, it's a more interesting story than most people. Please. <laughs> just say yes and we can move on. Okay, yes, let's move on. No, not yes, let's move on. <laughs> just say yes, you will redo the first time with me. Sure. Promise? Sure. Pinky swell. Okay. So anyways, <laughs> sex is interesting when combined oh with cake. <laughs> and you can change reality by making your decisions about when you want your first time to be. And that's actually part of the law of sex and now you know that and for kink it's the same you can decide to add sex in whenever you want how does it impact scenes though clearly there is sex in our relationship (laughs) well (laughs) clearly (laughs) and there's also kinky play right so we have both and interestingly though i have to like explicitly ask to have them combined with her which is interesting yeah i mean i'm pause longer <laughs> fuck you <laughs> i have to edit it out when you do this oh well <laughs> i love um, you mm-hmm. you're so hot this is a good episode so far <laughs> this might be one of my favorites oh my god uh what was i gonna say now you distracted me so i have to pause longer while i think about what i was gonna say oh so yeah i i don't know man like i tend because i I can play with people non-sexually like that's how I'm able to like play with friends and so I I don't know like for me I've usually not been the person to instigate the combination of the two because for me I don't know I I think that you it's really interesting because I feel like you being on the grace spectrum you tend yes, to I'm graceful. You're graceful. You're grace sexual. I feel like you <laughs> put kink as its own type of sexuality and pleasure and sex is a different type of pleasure. Like you like coffee and sometimes you like to drink, but you don't always Irish up your coffee. Like I feel like that's kind of how it is for you. Oh, you just reminded me how we have the Irish syrup. Does it have alcohol in it? No. Well, can it? It would taste like Irish coffee, but out without getting drunk in the morning. <sighs> Why would I try to taste Irish coffee? <laughs> Because it's delicious. You do you. See, that's the thing. This is, we're talking about kink and sex. Like, why not have the kink? And have it doesn't have to have the sex. Fake sex? Like, a lot of people are like, oh, I have to orgasm. Like, okay, well, you could also just enjoy the experience of the kink scene without having to, like, it doesn't mean that it's not fantastic without the orgasm. Well, hold on. So now we're talking about like alcohol as with... sex. We have a, I don't know. This feels problematic. It, it feels problematic. Let's, let's just back all the way up and let's, let's deconnect the two. 
disconnect them. Okay, let's let's remove the Irish coffee comparison and let's just talk for a second. But it, it works well, though. But I don't know that it, it does. It does because you can enjoy the experience of the flavor and the warmth and the loveliness. Just because you don't get drunk from it doesn't mean that it can take has to take away from the experience of it. It's okay. perfect. It's a Thank perfect you. analogy. Love it that you double down. Um, I was going to actually bring up the fact that what you also brought up in this interesting comparison <laughs> is the fact that different people define sex, sexual activity, and sexual touch differently. So you just were like, not, all, not everybody needs to orgasm. And it's like, well, no. Like, what What is sex? Is sex stimulation until you orgasm is sexual touch or sexy stuff like just touching certain areas is it the energy like what is it um and when you bring up like you know the syrup (laughs) versus like alcohol (laughs) i think i had to i had to be specific so that my metaphor works well then i'm then i'm also like so is the syrup like sensual touch the kinky sex well i mean sorry the syrup is Okay, so if so you're if confused, don't worry because so are we. I was gonna try to say no, I'm not confused. I just spoke wrong. The, okay. the syrup is the kinky scene. Hold up, let's just stop. Okay, kink is its own delicacy. It is not a knockoff of real Irish coffee. So I don't like the metaphor, and I don't know if like the syrup syrup to be flavored. I don't know what that is. Like, is that sensual touch versus sexual? It's just confusing. And I, this is why I'm saying, like, it's kind of problematic when we actually look at it closely. Oh, um, and I also right. want to point out, like, I don't know what fake sex would be. Like, putting your finger into your finger hole and, you know, like when you make a hole with your what? hand. That's, there's fake sex. I'm doing it right now with my hands. In case you can't imagine it, I'm putting oh, my, my pointer finger. I'm making a circle with my left hand and a pointer finger with my right, and I'm doing that motion. Um, that's fake okay. sex. I don't know what fake sex even is. I don't know what Why that are means. Why we talking about fake sex? Well, because I brought up the con- concept. Just because it doesn't have alcohol in it does not mean it couldn't be a very real, pleasurable experience that it's not tastes really Irish like coffee. Irish coffee. I think we're having two different conversations <laughs> at the same time, and we're actually really passionate about both. So why don't we just pause okay. and just finish All the right. Irish coffee conversation for a second? I want to say right. that you, of course, can enjoy anything you like, and it's great if you don't want the alcohol experience to be able to enjoy that flavor. I personally would not Irish up my coffee unless I was doing it with a purpose. I just like my coffee as it is. So you wouldn't want to have kinky play without sex? No, I'm not making a metaphor. I'm oh. just talking about <laughs> Irish coffee right now. I am not comparing the two. I'm pulling the two conversations apart for a second because I don't like the metaphor, but I am just stating it's completely acceptable to not want alcohol in anything that you have. I enjoy alcohol on occasion and would not deliberately choose to have something flavored like alcohol unless it was alcohol personally. And that is not a statement about how I feel about kink play or sex. And I just wanted to say that. So I'm glad that you enjoy Irish pull back the covers and put that metaphor to bed. Thank you. There's a new metaphor. Good night, metaphor. Oh. Um, Sleep well. (laughs) If you you really want to make Miss Jen happy, send her some Irish coffee flavoring, and we will put that into our our coffee. We we do? Yes. That's what my whole point started with, oh, my God, we have some of that, and I forgot. Oh, I forgot that you said that. Oh, my God. Good night, metaphor. Good night, metaphor. Now back to Go back to bed. Stop getting up for water. (laughs) 
You are laughing, crying too much for this episode. It's not that. I mean, it is okay. that good. <clears throat> Thank you. Right. Professional. So back to kink and sex. Okay. So kink and right. sex are not the same thing. And there is not, they're not a knockoff version of the other or like a non-alcoholic <laughs> version of the other. Kink and sex are separate types of delicacies, in my opinion. Um, in the same way that like running and weightlifting are two completely different types of exercises that do completely different types of things and different people enjoy them. Right. Um, however, kink is very intimate, right? It, it can be very sensual. Um, and it's an impact on your body, not just literally if you're doing impact play, but it, it's a way to manipulate the body, um, in order to interact with the person inside of that body. And, and the way that I see it is physical action to impact spirit, um, and emotion and the mind. It's beautiful that our bodies can be conduits for that. And that's how I see kink. I also see sex as the same thing. I think that many people don't intentionally engage in kink or sex with that awareness. But for me personally, I am very aware that my body is a vessel and things that happen to my body impact my spirit. So both kink and sex are very intimate to me. I don't do either lightly. Um, and that's just the way that I am. So when, when asked what is the difference between adding sex into kink? To me, it's another way of exploring intimacy. Um, and to me personally, it's a riskier way of exploring intimacy, which sounds crazy, but I just have enough history in my past. Hashtag trauma. I know I'm being goofy sounding about it because I don't want to have to trigger warning. I'm just saying I have my own shit and it makes sex more risky for me to engage in with other people. So I am very careful about... Um, what I do in that front. However, with my current partner, my dominant, my lovely lady friend, <laughs> I'm just stopping to stare at you to see what you do. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> I was going to give a practical difference, but I was waiting for you to be done. Oh. Um, but I, I engage in sex with my dominant. Um, and that right now that's my only sexual partner that may change in the future, but I'll be very, very careful, uh, because, because of my history. Um, but I have found that adding sex into kink can be really fun. And it can also be completely unnecessary. It just really depends on what the scene is and if that sexual action blends into the scene. I've also found that it shortens scenes. So like, at least with us, like if sex is involved, we'll only have maybe 20 minutes of impact or 20 minutes of whatever is going on and that it'll turn into sex. So to me, it's not necessarily a trade-off, but it's a different type of scene entirely. I was going to say a, uh, a practical difference is STI te testing. If you are including any kind of sexual acts in your play that includes bodily fluids. Yeah, that's a, that's a good thing to point out. I mean, yes, you need different types of practical preparation. You went woo and I went practical. I didn't go woo. I'm, I love that we just talk about the fact that we're minds. I mean, even if you don't believe in woo, you're a brain operating a machine. Like, you're just a brain with legs. So, honestly, like, I'm sorry. Like, no matter how you want to look at it, like... Things we do to our body impact our brain if you want to just be really basic about it. Sorry, I don't mean to say only a scientific approach is basic, but like, well, okay, now I'm being judgy. Let me back it up. Let me, <laughs> let me delete that. You're just a brain inside of a body. We'll stop right there. <clears throat> Let's talk about this, though. What are some of the benefits of well, adding sex in if you like sex? Well, hold on, because oh. based on what you talked about, that is a difference in terms of negotiation mm -hmm. and consent, yeah. right? So people may have like you have your hashtag and I don't necessarily feel like I carry that hashtag and don't really have any like we have come to realize that you and I come into the 
which with me, you have always basically been okay, right? Yeah, I can't really remember much of a time. I, I think there's been times when, like, I've not been able to engage. Like, I've been like, oh, I can't do it tonight. And that's cool. because I'm I'm literally listening to my body and going, okay, something's up. It's not a good night for me to do this. So, like, I've avoided triggering by listening to what's happening um, for me. But I don't think you've we've had, ever had some times. minor stuff here and there, but nothing yeah. too nothing too bad. Yeah, nothing too bad. Yeah, regardless of your history, right? Obviously, if you do have that hashtag, then you have to keep that in mind. But regardless, adding in whether you're starting off with a play partner, including these things, or have a play partner that you have not included these things, but you're going to add these things. This one difference is negotiating and, and looking at what you consent to, right? Because yeah. this could have, especially if you do have that hashtag or a history of whatever, this could be a place where, you know, you could be like open to not all the things, but you know what I'm saying? Like all the things when it comes to non-sexual play, but maybe around genitalia, you there's, there's some different expectations or needs or wants due to whatever. It could be your history, could be, you know, body issues, genitalia issues. Like there could be a lot of things that come up here that may not come up otherwise. And that was not meant to be a pun. Um. You made sure we took it as one <laughs> just now. But- but yeah so i think negotiation um besides like sti testing obviously if that is going to be a part of it like the other thing we didn't mention is that including sexual activities or you know in intimate quote-unquote touch right also doesn't necessarily have to be stuff that requires testing right it could be the use of toys you know you see a lot of times you'll be in dungeons and there will be a scene going where there's somebody you know tied up and they have you know a magic wand attached to them going while their top is torturing them with other things you know whatever hitting them or you know whatever it might be that doesn't require i mean (laughs) STI testing, it requires cleaning, you know, um, clean your toys. But (laughs) otherwise, you know, that is that is intimate touch that is, you know, involving genitalia in your play. And that is one kind that you can do. Well, I want to point out really fast, I want to pause because I think we should have broken this down even more simply. But I think we just got distracted by our metaphors earlier on. As I mentioned before, sexual touch changes from person to person in terms of what they define as sexual touch. So for me, in many respects, I consider touching breasts to be sexual, even though there are many things you can do with breasts in play or with nipples or the chest area that is not sexual. And in fact, I have had scenes where I'm bottoming where I don't feel at all like the touch was sexual. It was pre-negotiated and it was just like clothespins or something like that right it's interesting because kink opens us door where things that we might have originally thought of as sexual we no longer see that way and that's not, that's something that i love about kink that kink allows us to explore our bodies without just parts of our body being inherently perceived as sexual i love that i love that um but i'm bringing that up because some people would say if you're grabbing my breasts it's a sexual touch some people would say that's not a sexual touch at all especially Mm -hmm. if it's sadistic that's not sexual so right it's kind of here's another question like let's say like genitorture is that sexual touch or is it 
torture like what is that um it it really comes down to how you perceive the action and what you're comfortable with so it's important to define what you believe is sexual touch and communicate that well to the people you're playing with or incorporating sexual touch into um i i find it fascinating that some people think that using a vibrator on somebody is not sexual play because to me that's sexual if you are stimulating somebody or engaging in stimulation or encouraging stimulation in some way during a scene even if you're saying masturbate that is a form of sexual touch or sexual play to me and just because you are not like if you're at the top for instance and you're not getting off it doesn't mean that the person who is engaging with you who is getting off isn't having a sexual experience that you're involved in so to me I have a very broad definition of what I think is sexual but that's again that's personal and it doesn't mean that anyone else is wrong let's make it broader broaden it (laughs) there are some people who would consider kink play sexual if it turns on one or both people which i would say for a majority of kinksters it does right whether it's intended or not so a lot of people would be like well if you're sexually aroused it's a sexual act. Like, that's broadening it even more. Well, and, and bringing up that grace sexual thing or the asexual thing, um, not only, I, I've, I've met a couple of people, you know, kind of yourself included, Miss Jen, you're kink sexual. And I love the, the word kink sexual because for me, that could apply to lots of things. Like, I, I am also kink sexual to a degree. Like, I really don't, it's not that I can't enjoy sexual activity without kink involved, but I have never had sex without kink involved that I've enjoyed so far i what i mean um just that might be for other reasons i just settle down i'm just saying like up until this point kink has been an important part of that for me um but there are some people who their their entire sexuality is just kink and that is what they're going for it doesn't involve orgasm it doesn't involve what other people might traditionally think of as sexual touch but it's entirely satisfying and that is basically their sexuality and it's totally valid so you might be playing with somebody who is kink sexual and for them it is a sexual experience and you never touch them in a sexual way Mm. according to what your mind is thinking and it doesn't mean that wasn't a sexual experience for the other person or that that isn't um wholly valid now yeah and (laughs) i just pictured h-o-l-y like holy anyway um i almost oh ooh, i almost just totally started singing a song nope that would get us copywriting do so bad because i would sing on key so we'd be in trouble that was a damn on you from other episodes. yeah thanks you're welcome i can sing on key not on the podcast you have i did it on purpose did you to not get dinged oh well thank you you're welcome thank you so much um so thoughtful but this is you know kind of <laughs> We, oh my God, this is, we broadened it out in terms of, because I know this doesn't necessarily answer the question that was asked by the listener, but we are, you know, broadening this discussion and that is something to consider, right? Is we are talking about in terms of the question about what, what I'm perceiving from the question, direct contact with genitalia. That's, that's what, how I'm taking it. Is that, because that's not, I don't know. It could also mean penetration. Well, for some people, it could well, just mean... Well, that's direct t- contact with genitalia. Your butthole's not genitalia. It's a butt. Yeah, it is. Your butt's not part of your genital. That's just a butt. Okay. I'm looking it's... at a... <laughs> is butthole genitalia? <laughs> Assuming the hamburglar even has a butthole. Also, the listener said, allowing touch in more intimate parts of my body. You don't think that the ass would be considered more intimate? Human anus. 
She's oh, looking there's it up. pictures. Oh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. It's not that I have a problem. I just didn't know what was going to happen. Oh, I'm just covering it. There's no spoiler on this. I just wasn't expecting it from Wikipedia. That's all. I, if I was looking at porn, I would be fine. I just didn't know. It just, you know, a surprise butthole is really like shocking to me and i'm fine it's not i don't have a problem i just okay well now i'm looking at it a lot because now i know it's there so in oh. humans this is wikipedia in humans the anus or anus i just kidding it doesn't say that <laughs> is the external opening of the rectum located inside oh. the intergluteal cleft oh the intergluteal cleft <laughs> why is that cute it just sounds cute <laughs> the word oh sphincters God. in this i think defecation the, oh, oh, stop that Okay, um, <sighs> is it part of genitalia, though? Okay, guys, it does not say if the butthole is genitals, but I don't think it is. Okay, if, whether or not you want to call it genitalia, it is an intimate part of the body. Yes, okay. I agree with that. And that's what the listener's asking. I understand, but you said it was a genital. Well, I would consider it in that grouping if we're talking about, like, intimate sexual play. Oh, wait a second. <sighs> oh, my God. It does say that the butthole can be part of the genitals on this one. See? For the purposes of what we're talking about, we might as well go with it as part of the genitalia. I don't know how much of this is going to make it into the podcast, but let's continue. We're at minute 30, and I said, say, 10 <laughs> minutes of this is laughter and buttholes, so let's just keep moving. <laughs> I think we should keep it all in. Most people have a butthole, and <laughs> some studies... Well, I don't know. Somebody might not have a butthole. Just throw it all in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> not like that. I mean, if you're into that, that's fine. Oh, anyway, God. moving on. It's November so... 1st, and this is already happening. <laughs> All right, so let's get serious. So this takes negotiation, right? Negotiating this piece, it's part of why when I talk about, when I teach negotiation and we talk about like base or base negotiation, I add in sexual touch as a piece to discuss whether or not you're going to include it. It should be talked about in terms of even if it's not a thing, Make sure everybody understands what that means that it's not a thing. Remember to include the butthole you. <laughs> in the negotiation. See, exactly. That's even further proof that it a, is part of the genitalia area. Even if, even if, it's not okay. I, even if, <laughs> even if you don't want it touched, just make sure you include what all of these things mean yeah. to you. Make sure okay. you let the other person know, I don't want you to touch anything in there, that area. No... Touching my bikini bottoms area. What, however you want to put it. I don't know. Don't touch my genitalia. Don't touch my butthole. There you go. It's very explicit. What if they do want those things? It doesn't matter if they do. Wait, you mean the other person does? The other person doesn't? No. Like, oh. if everyone wants that. Well, then That's what we're talking about. Well, then you have to negotiate what that looks like, right? Oh. So you need to negotiate where you can touch, how you can touch, right? So it might be external touch only. It might be that internal touch is fine. It might be both. It might be internal only on one area and not the other. Like there's all kinds of pieces of this that you need to negotiate. That's important to negotiate. But if you are including it, then you might need to be a bit more specific, right? And keep in mind too, that if you are bottoming in a scene where those things, you're consenting to those things happening or the possibility of them happening, Make sure that you also understand what is consented to from the top side in terms of you touching them. Maybe it doesn't happen very often, but I have heard stories of, you know, the the bottom 
you know, is fine with sexual touch, whatever. But then, like, they reach out because it was never discussed. And this is still not reason to do it. But they reach out and, like, grab their top's breasts or reach out and, like, grab their butt or whatever. Just like when you're negotiating, this is why I say it's a commu- it's a conversation, right? It shouldn't be going in one direction. Know what can happen from the bottom to the top as well. I think sometimes when there's sexual touch on top of kink, it can really put people in a, like, it can really get people flying, right? Like a lot of chemicals are being released in a lot of different directions and we just got to be mindful of what's been negotiated. I want to add in something here uh, that Miss Jen would call woo, but I think woo. is really an important <laughs> thing to acknowledge, which is that we're all at different places when it comes to how we relate to ourselves as sexual beings and how we relate to sex. Some of us have more trauma than others. Being sexual with somebody is a different type of vulnerability for a lot of people. So it's important to understand that the emotions that come from sexual activity with somebody else might be far greater or more complex or even negative depending on how aftercare is handled or whatever um, than you are used to with kink play that is not sexual you might for instance feel that because you've engaged in sexual sexual play with somebody maybe there's parts of you that whether or not you were aware of it you now feel romantically inclined to be with them or you might feel like you want more time with them or things like that maybe you need to know after the scene that you are an attractive person to them Um, There's a lot of things that come up when we deal with how we perceive ourselves sexually. Our needs sexually can be very different from our needs in other places um, in terms of like kink. I know for me, again, like sex is a very vulnerable thing. um, And my needs for support and my needs for connection with a person that I'm being sexual with are far greater, you know. Um, So this is important to think about. And I think it's important just to think about the fact that if you've never done sexual play, you might not know what your needs are. You might not know what your vulnerabilities are. You might not know what your triggers are. You just don't know. And that is what I mean by it's higher risk. Um, Triggering during a sexual act is completely different than triggering during a kinky scene with no sex. Just to be real. Again, because based on our histories and our own relationship with our bodies and our relationship with sex in general, it can be a much more profound and shattering experience um, both on a positive side and on a negative side. So I really encourage you before you engage in sexual play with other people to ask yourself, what is my ideal? Do I want to have a relationship with the person that I'm doing this with? Am I a casual person? I can just do this casually. What does casual mean to me? I would also be upfront with the person that you're considering doing with this with saying like, you know, to me, this is really serious. How does it feel to you? Um, understanding that uh, like, no, you might need to know if it's going to be a one-time thing or if you're expecting multiple times, like, This is all stuff that you should be thinking of as well. Um, Just the implications of what it does to the dynamic with this person. I don't mean a DS dynamic. I mean your chemistry with this person, your relationship with this person, even if it's a friendship or not even if. Like relationships come in many forms, you know. But I'm I'm not simply speaking to romantic relationship. Um, I'm speaking to how this would change your interactions with a person. Um, I wouldn't say that's very woo. I would just say that's absolutely a great point. Like, um, you know, I think that there are people who hopefully know this about themselves. They might not until it happens. But um, there are definitely people out there who once they are sexual with somebody, they tend to develop romantic feelings for them. 
Um, or there's people who need to have some level of romantic attraction in order to do yeah. sexual things. Um, you know, everybody is, is wired a bit different and that being a part of the conversation, you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought that point up because I think it's really, really important. Um, I, I always like to tell the story of two friends of mine that played and I don't think there was even sex involved, but like in the middle of the scene, the bottom was like professing her love <laughs> for the top and you know afterwards was kind of embarrassed and was like just kidding like it was clearly from like you know all of the chemicals that are being released during play and all that kind of stuff those feel-good chemicals and yeah you include sex on top of that you you know like I said before you got a lot of things burning through your system and understanding what you can handle too in terms of conflating those things is really really important yeah and you know for some people sex is an activity yeah it is like kink it is no different than getting flogged and respect to those people like that's very cool I'm not one of those people and for me this is like something that I I'm, I'm sharing this because it could be the same for you or maybe it's not something you've thought of before but for me any sort of kink activity is spiritual um and I I flat out tell people like for me that that's something that I engage in I do a lot of energy work and like that's how I am as a top right and as a bottom um I am receiving in my for, for me I feel it like healing work when I'm playing with somebody if somebody is not giving me an energy that affects me in a way that is healing wholesome or like transformative uh positively I'm not playing with that person anymore because that's that's why I do kink sex is the same for me sex is extremely intimate extremely spiritual extremely connective and for me, it is not a one-time, like, one and done. Unless, you know, the relationship falls apart or something. It's not like you're bound. You know, once you have sex, <laughs> you can never stop. You you're can never go back. with me forever. Yeah, that's how I, no, you know. Um, but I'm saying, like, it's just a big deal to me, personally. And also because, again, for me, it, there's a lot more risk. And I have a history that, like, requires me to be a lot more careful. It's a big deal. Um, so I know that about myself. And I am conducting myself accordingly and I am you know informing people accordingly right um you should ask yourself those questions too um the last thing I wanted to bring up um as a non-binary person who gets body dysmorphia and gender dysphoria I feel it's important to be able to talk about how you relate to that when you're sharing the possibility of, of starting something like this with um a partner to make sure that the people that you're with respect you for who you are and for how you see yourself. I think there's a lot of damage that can be done if we are with people who don't see who we are and who instead see what they want to see on us. It can cause even more harm. True. It is true. <laughs> there's no joke to be made about that. That's just a serious moment. Yeah. But now that we've gotten through that serious moment, um, what do y'all think about adding sex into kink? I know uh, it can be very fun. It can be very exciting. It can add all these extra chemicals into the situation. You're like, oh my gosh. Um, it's basically to eat your own, you know. Um, to recap, make sure that you define what sex is to you, what sexual touch is to you, what parts of your body you're okay with being touched and how. Ask the other person what they're interested in, what they're looking for, and explain what you're looking for and what it means to you to have that type of added connection into a scene. Um, I would also add in, like, negotiate how much of the scene will be sexual. Like, is it the whole scene? Like, are you just sort of spanking me a couple times and then we're doing some sexy stuff? Or is the sex, like, sprinkles on top of the scene? Like, ask those questions, too. 
um, do get tested and make sure that you are all good to go, right? Um, and make sure you're communicating honestly with whoever you're playing with on that front. And yeah, just know yourself, know yourself, honor yourself. Kink can be great with sex and it can also be great without because just like Irish coffee, some people <laughs> want it and some people don't. And some people just want the syrup. So... <laughs> They want the flavor, not the... I don't know what rhymes with flavor. Savor? <laughs> they want the... They want to savor the flavor. <laughs> Without becoming a party favor. What? <laughs> it didn't even work. I don't know that you get to leave on that on Aww. that joke. You're laughing at it. Yeah, that was good. You're cute. Because you know what a party favor, right? It's drugs at a party. It's a party favor. Oh! Yeah, that's why it's funny. You're welcome. Oh, that is funny, and it was over my head. I'm the dumb one. Usually it's like oh my God. Ha- harder drugs, but I was using me. it to go with the... the joke is on me. Oh, Please rub okay. it in. I feel bad. I rub, called you rub, cute rub. for real, by the way. It's not like I was saying that like in a demeaning way. I really think you're adorable. Mm-hmm. You're so cute. I hope that we've answered the question in the listener email. Um, hopefully, even if it wasn't necessarily a straightforward question and answer, hopefully our conversation around it is helpful um, and maybe at least gives our listener some things to think about as they start to explore this type of play whether or not it helped them hopefully it helped somebody out there (laughs) yeah thank you so much for asking this question listener um we hope that more of you send in questions we really love answering them um because frankly it means you don't have to think of an episode topic (laughs) nice (laughs) it's great but no also we love engaging with you it's cool that we're getting listener questions it's it's been an honor makes us feel heard yeah it's been an honor to provide content that people are actually consuming um if you want to help us out with with the podcast um consider becoming a patron we actually do have a one dollar tier goes all the way up to 25 dollars um so if you have that extra money please give us a, 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 a some help if you don't you can help us out by clicking the five star review button that would really really boost us and and we would really appreciate it. And tell all your friends to listen to us. Tell your friends. All of them. And, of course, we would not be the people we are if we didn't. <laughs> well, we might be the people we are, but we would not have, we wouldn't be the podcast we are. Without our team. We're yes. going to, of course, thank Lena, Tesselton, and Sid. All of them are incredible. Sometimes we list their individual accomplishments, but not today. Today we just <laughs> say, all of you are amazing. You They've all, all contributed rock. to the Discord, to... Um, the website thank you you're welcome <laughs> we appreciate our team so much um and until next time be, be well, well precious kinklings <laughs> that just made it creepy after all of that conversation you saying sex like that in the microphone is what makes this creepy uh, no <laughs> that's not even true you're the creepy one you are you, you creep me do out. Do I have to bring up a highlight roll of all the things that you do that I, are creepy? I dare you. <laughs> I dare you to try to remember all the things I've done that are creepy. Oh, I can't remember all of them. That's for sure. It's too many. Name five. Five is a lot. Well, if it's a lot, then it must not be I that memorable. I have Dory brain. I called you out. I like the way you smell. That's not even creepy. That's just true. Your face smells good. Yeah. I like smelling your skin. Yeah. I'm scent oriented. <laughs> You're going to call me creepy and then all you can come up with is the fact that I enjoy Other people have witnessed it, so I'm just saying. <sighs> I'm sorry, and dude. just now. What? Sex. Miss Jen. It was weird, though. You're, you know what? You are so judgy. 